0: Hi, everybody. It's American Whiskey Jesus, and I am here today with.
1: Merdina Flummery. And.
0: Dan Rutstein. Dan Rutstein is the host of the United States of Dramerica podcast, and he has
2: traveled all the way across LA traffic <laughs> to drink with us today. Isn't that exciting?
1: I am so glad you're here. It's fun to meet you.
2: I'm excited to be on a, another whiskey podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're multiplying, they're everywhere. And, you know, the other thing that I'm really excited about is that Dan has chosen today's whiskey. And he has chosen um, a whiskey from, I think, possibly my favorite Speyside distillery, which is Aberlour. Some people know that. but
1: That is a bold thing to say, it, that it's, it's your favorite.
0: I, I'm willing to go out on a limb and say that. So uh, why did you choose Aberlour, Dan?
2: So I wanted to... When when I agreed to come on this, or yes. you asked me, or I asked you, or, our, I, or our however it was, negotiation process, <laughs> I wanted to bring a Scotch because obviously yeah. my podcast is theoretically about all whiskies, but right. because I'm British, I like to do Scotch sure. as a starting point. Unless our while that's still part else. of the country that you're from. Yeah, that's a whole level. <laughs> for another there's, minute. <laughs> there's a lot of podcasts already about such yeah, things. Yes. Um, so I wanted to bring I wanted to bring a, a scotch and I wanted to bring one that is one that I've got. I had some adventures with. Yeah. Um, and also, I want to bring a nice one. Yeah. Um, so I think I gave you a choice uh-huh. um, of three, and I can't remember what the other two were now because you went straight for this one. Yeah. So 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 yeah. Ab- okay. So we're we're going to drink Aberlour Twelve,
0: and uh, with no further ado, I'm going to do the sound that we we all love so much. Uh, and then start pouring some. There's uh, oh, one. Actually, I threatened to bring sound. the
2: um, Abalaura Abuna, but the problem with that one is that because it's cast strength, we would all be so drunk <laughs> after the first sip that well, the also, podcast would be unintelligible. That would be unintelligible. A Also, we did that already. Well, that's we another reason that. not to.
1: Was I there? I,
0: I, I don't think anyone not <laughs> You probably can don't remember. remember. That's how strong <laughs> yeah. it is. All right. I
1: had to sleep it off. All
0: right. Slancha. Slancha. All right. Yeah. going straight at it. All right. Let's see. Mm. Nose is wonderful. Um, what I love about Aberlour is they get the the balance of the um, sherry cask and the oak cask perfect, in my opinion. Mm. It just really is wonderful. So I'm just going to...
1: Now, I know. noticed Dan is adding water from the get-go. It's very exciting.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah, so you can drink whiskey however you drink whiskey. And in America, people tend to put ice in whiskey much more than I think we do in England. Um, and if you go to a... If you are at a bar in Denver, there'll be b- a bottle of water on the side of the bar. But that's just to rehydrate people. In Scotland, <laughs> you have whiskey on the side because – sorry, water on the side. Because well, people so For just some people, it. yeah. It's a, it's, it's it's a so thing. It. I always dr- – I don't drink it with ice. I drink it with a little bit of water. So and you
1: always add water.
2: Yeah. I, I often – if it's a whiskey I've not had before, I'll try it first yeah. on its own um, and then add water. And water makes it better.
0: Well, yeah. um, the, fir- the first com- the first American Whiskey Jesus commandment is – Drink it the way you like it, mm. even if that means doing horrible things to it. You could mix Gatorade. It, that's what you want. No. they I say no. Well, <laughs> you are breaking the first commandment. <laughs>
1: that's your commandment. Merdina right. says no.
0: <laughs> Merdina's <laughs> commandment, first commandment, is no Gatorade in your I'm
1: whiskey. I'm okay with water. I'm okay with ice. I'm okay with whiskey cocktails. That's all fine. But nothing to no peanut butter whiskey, like we were talking about earlier.
2: But people, yeah, people do extraordinary things. I remember talking to people selling high-value whiskies and saying does it upset you when you find out that in certain parts of the world where they've got more money than cents, they'll buy a 50-year-old whiskey for $40,000 and put Coke in it. <laughs> um, but they'll also put Coke in, in perfectly fantastic wines as well because they just don't really know. Um, Coke and wine? Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, wow. Putting, um, That's worse than putting it in put, whiskey. But, put, putting Coke <laughs> in red wine is a thing. In Spain, it? it's a thing. Oh, oh you right. I'm happy with I think it's right. thing cool. But, they, but people will do it with incredible wines. In mm-hmm. often it's in, wine. in China, there's a whole thing around this. Mm. And you speak to these people, and theoretically, they'd like to say, we'd rather people didn't do that. But no, equally, if matter. you're running a business and someone's buying the high-end stuff, and they can do what they like with it. Once they buy it. You know,
0: it's theirs. To I, have run. A fri- I have a friend who has this club in New York City called the Box, which many of you will know. And his his whole claim to fame is, and if he ever finds out that this isn't true, he he actually changes it, is that they're the most expensive bar in New York City. So if they find somebody who has a higher price, they actually raise their prices so that they remain <laughs> so that's, the most expensive part So
1: that's bar. the in- beginning no, and end of their claim? that's not
0: the beginning and the end of the claim. The place is insane. They do these crazy circus acts on stage starting at 1 in the morning, and it, it's just crazy. But his whole his whole vibe is like, guys... And we're talking about like Wall Street guys, buy fifty thousand dollar bottles of champagne that in the store are probably five hundred, but they're fifty thousand in his club. And they shake it up and blow it blow it around the room. Like that then
2: Hey, you know, and he's like, This is what I you know, this is what I want them to do. Some
1: extreme version of conspicuous consumption.
2: Exactly, exactly. I remember when I used to do some work with some of the high end British car companies. Rolls Royce and Bentley they would have this issue where they're sending these fantastic cars and somebody would say I'd really like that in yellow and green and then they've got a problem because it's sort of an advert when it's driving on the road so do you want it in these ridiculous colours so they try and limit it but people can do what they like in the aftermarket. And at the end of the day, that's if they're right. buying your product, they're buying your products. There's only so much you can tell a consumer who's got X amounts of money that they're not allowed to do what they want with the thing that they've just bought. Absolutely. So, so if they
1: want to paint it in yellow and green stripes.
2: Yeah. If you buy a Picasso and you want to sort of graffiti over it, I guess that's sort of up to you. Yikes. Sort <laughs> of up to you. I think that's a li- maybe different. I wouldn't do <laughs> it. <be laughs> different, yeah. Um, all right, so
0: let's talk about this whiskey for a minute. Well, I am
1: ta- enjoying this it is very really much. good.
0: So again, this... Uh, Aberlour overall, I think everything they produce is both sh- Oloroso sherry aged and oak aged, the bourbon oak aged. And I just think the way they, whatever it is they've learned about how to mix and match or time those, they've got it just right. I, I really wouldn't put anybody ahead of them in terms of the the maturation and the flavors that it, it gives off. Because you've got the kind of sweetness of the sherry in there, but you've also got the sort of vanilla bourbony sorts of flavors that come out of those barrels. I just think it that
2: is the best thing about Aberlour. Yeah, it's I love the whiskey and the, as you know with whiskey it's it's the whole thing. So it's not just the taste. It's yep. the shape of the bottle and That's true. and the branding yeah. and the whole thing. And there's just something about Aberlour, yep. you know. The name Aberlour, you know, the mouth, chattering burn. The mouth of the right. noisy river. It feels all all good all the mouth chattering to say burn it too. Um and it's it's a lovely, it's a lovely bottle. It's a lovely brand. The way they promote themselves. I remember doing an event with them in uh, at the Fairmont Hotel in Santa Monica. We were doing a big promotion of Britain. They came along and they sort of built a little bar, and it was just the way they built it. It just yeah. felt authentic. And we yeah. did something at the Consul General's residence uh, for another event, and they came along and they, again they built this authentic old bar and were serving their drinks and the. Uh, the, one of the brand ambassadors is a good friend of mine. Actually, he's just the way he presents himself. It's just the whole thing yeah. works, and then the whiskey is really good. Have and you been to the distillery? Place? I have not. I have. You have. Of course, have. you have. You've been to every distillery. <laughs> well,
1: I think, and, and all the ones in a Japan lot. as well.
2: Actually, that's one place I haven't toured any <laughs> <Is that laughs> right? distilleries.
0: Yeah, I, I need Yet. to do that trip. Yeah, that's right. That, that's I, I. I went to a couple sake distilleries, but. Uh, but no whiskey. Why well, don't you should go to
2: the Rugby World Cup and do some distilleries in between games? I can't the games. even get
0: into that. There's there, uh, there's a sore subject there, but uh, <laughs> I'll be watching. I'll be watching. Don't worry. Um, the, yeah, it's a beautiful distillery. It's right by the right by the the the, the what is the river there? It's, a, it's just a little stream. The Aberlauer means the Chattering Burn, which is the
2: stream that runs yeah. by, right by the distillery. And because I think. Obviously, there's always different translations of the, of the, sort of the old Gaelic, but yeah. you know, it's the, the, the mouth of the Chattering Bird and the mouth of the noisy river. Yes. Is it particularly noisy You can compared yeah, to it's rivers? Got, it's got an
0: echo all, all <laughs> around. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, it runs right next to the distillery. Yeah. Um, you can walk right down to it from the distillery and kind of, you know, run around in it and that kind of thing. It sounds it's, beautiful. It is beautiful. Really? No, it's, I mean, if we were looking at the website, which we won't do, yeah. um, the, the, it's very picturesque. Right. Then the other thing they do, I think, in February is they pour a bottle of Aberlauer into the stream to help the fishing season. There's some kind of uh, that's nice long-standing ritual where the, you know they tip out a bottle for their homies into the river.
2: <laughs> I don't Fantastic. know what for good yeah. luck. Yeah. Yes,
0: yeah. All of this is under the category of Celtic
2: magic. Yeah,
0: this uh, is what you're talking
2: about. But the it's the Celtic thing magic. About the thing about Scotch, and you know, like I say, I drink American whiskeys as well, and Japanese and Taiwanese mm-hmm. and. Indian now hmm. and a whole lot Australian. Mm -hmm. But there's something about Scotch, there's a whole mystique to it. And if you've been to distilleries, which you obviously have, you you can go deeper into that. But the the memories it conjures up, the the thoughts it brings to people, there's just something about Scotch that's really special, which is why when you sit down and you drink it with people, it's more than just a drink, it's a whole whole ritual, it's a whole thing, which is why. You're doing podcasts about it. I'm doing podcasts about it, and yep. it's a hugely there's, growing there's industry. Not, there's not like a hundred vodka podcasts. I don't think. I don't think so. I don't. I you'd doubt. St- you'd struggle to tell r- romantic stories of gin <laughs> right, and there, vodka production. That's right. There's not that's that right.
1: same emotional connection, no. and that's exactly uh, Jesus was the one who got me drinking whiskey a few years ago, and specifically this Jesus. Yes, this, this Jesus, <laughs> yeah. right? <I'm> just <laughs> not the Not the Lord <laughs> Jesus. Just uh, American whiskey yes, Jesus. The whiskey Jesus. Um, yeah. He uh, he really got me drinking whiskey, and I think it it wasn't just that it tastes good or feels good, which it does, but it is that sharing and the stories and the emotional experience you have from having a really great whiskey with people. It mm. is something special.
2: I remember, for me, one of the things about whiskey is I can remember almost exactly which whiskeys I've drunk with which people. Mm. Um, now... I drink quite a lot of whiskey with quite a lot of different people, so it's becoming slightly harder now. But <laughs> if, if I met a friend and said, what beer did we drink and where did we drink it, I would really struggle. You'd struggle Unless, too. But you know, we've met each other twice before. Yeah. yeah. And. The first time was at the house of a member of the William Grant family. That's right. Um, yep. At Whiskey tasting, and we drank Glenfiddich 15 Glenn and 15, 18. That's right. Um, and there was a Balvenie as well. There was a yeah. Balvenie as well. Because that's in the same family, isn't it's it? It's in the same family, yeah. along with Monkey Shoulder and right, right, right. and all sorts of other things, and Hendrick's Gin. But we, right. yeah, we drank some Glenfiddich together yep. at that event, and. I remember that, and then we went to another event, which was a mutual friend's birthday that's party. That's right. That's right. And they all, they were. It would be fair to say it was a non whiskey event. It was a lovely, it, it beautiful a Hollywood event, party, but it wasn't focused on whiskey. No. And I, I bought a bottle of Hill Rock, I think, along, which they unfortunately mm. didn't serve. So there was a vat of Old Forester. You know, you can get like the triple size, <laughs> the Costco which, size, which, by the way, is, is a spectacular bourbon. So <laughs> we spectacular. So I remember drinking Old yeah, Forester yeah, with you yeah, that yeah. night while looking at the hills of Hollywood. You
0: know, the only reason that we haven't done an Old Forester is that my favorite Old Forester is currently hard to get. and they, They said to us that it's coming back, but the Old Forester 1910, which we'll have to share that one of these days but it is so good uh, I have a bottle that I bought in the secondary market but it's supposed to be available everywhere but that, but that but
2: the bottle we were drinking that night I don't think this desk would be able to hold the weight it was of really those big. ones it, it, comes, it was it's so big it had like a weird carrying handle <laughs> on it.
0: it you could push this bottle of Old Forester it was so Did big. it
1: have a spigot at the bottom?
0: It should have easy done access? yeah it should have done that's right
2: that's but right it, you know if we stay friends then we will in five years time because we both drink whiskey. We'll, we will be able. To, I imagine we'll still be able to remember the whiskeys we drank together. I think you're right because that's just the thing about whiskey. I can remember, you know, where I was when I had Belveni 50, and where I was right. when I had Glenlivet 25. Yeah, you know that I can remember who was in the room because there's something about the drink, and that's what makes it so special. So let's talk about United States and Dr. America. Okay, The Dan's podcast. I, I mean, I
0: mean, so why not? <laughs> where here we are, and I have a feeling that some of the philosophy and sort of you know, sort of underpinning of thought here is what what we're going to hear if we listen to United States of America.
2: So what we didn't want to do yeah. is do a technical whiskey podcast, right. because there are some incredible ones out there, there with people who know a significant amount more about whiskey than I do, explaining either sort of exactly how something is made and which barrels and where they source them from, or sort of news about the industry and there's, there's a big whiskey industry WhiskeyCast being one of them WhiskeyCast being one which is yeah. broken down into sort of yeah. latest news section yeah. and dram of the week and all this sort of stuff our one is I'd like to i like to describe it as comedians in a car getting coffee but with something stronger right so we <laughs> will drink a, a whiskey and not in a car <laughs> definitely absolutely no cars car. out there for the regulators <laughs> no cars so we bring on a guest each fortnight so every two weeks for the Americans um, and and uh, we sit down with a guest and we drink a whiskey with them and we talk to them about their story. Right. And often we actually sometimes forget to talk about the whiskey. There is a whiskey being drunk, but we're just interviewing people and yeah. getting their story. Now, yeah, yeah. you know, one of the guests was, well, my co-host is a, the cap- former captain of the Scottish rugby team who runs an enormous whiskey store, so he knows his whiskey. And there's a lot of discussion about whiskey. But we had Nigel Lithgow, the So You Think You Can Dance judge, um, on and we talked a little bit about whiskey but mm-hmm. more it's just telling the story of mm-hmm. you know being mm-hmm. a dancer growing up in Liverpool and that's how we do it I guess so it's a bit about whiskey, it's a bit about conversation. Yeah. And for me the 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 reason I know that this was a podcast worth doing, apart from it's a lot of fun. So one particular night like we devoured an entire bottle of Glengoyne ten during right. a recording with nice. one of our guests is We've released half a dozen episodes so far, and a third of our guests have cried during the episode, um, and not in a mean way. No, but I get it. Our, our last question is always: If you could drink any whiskey with anyone, mm. who would it be? Where would it be? What would it be? And the anyone we don't say dead or alive, we leave that to them. But one person spoke about his father, sure. who didn't even drink, um, but started crying because because yeah, just, it was his father, it, yeah. and he was proud of what he'd achieved and wishes dad had seen more of it yeah and then another lady who was a glenfiddich whiskey ambassador is now a down whiskey ambassador she started talking about her grandmother who had alzheimer's and how she did drink whiskey with her but as her grandmother got more sick um obviously she couldn't have those memories anymore and again if you did a podcast about beer I'm pretty sure if you said someone who you drink a beer with, no one's going to start blubbing and talking about relatives or friends. They're just going to say, you know, some sportsman or, or right. something. It's yeah, something sure. about whiskey, which is a whole different category of emotion and romance and drinking. Definitely, And that's why we love doing it. That's great. That's great. So, uh, I mean, if, if you haven't
0: already, by all means, do subscribe and listen to that. I'm going to ask awesome. you a question. Yeah. Actually,
2: I'm going to ask you a question. No, so all right. I'll start a point with I know people I don't haven't know. been
1: talking as much as usual. I know. What's I'm going to ask both
2: of you this question. I'm
1: transfixed by the conversation. I'm just sitting uh-huh. here, chin hands, <laughs> taking it all in. So I'm, I'm going
2: to ask both of you a question. Right. And, we'll start with Rodina. Um uh, And Jesus gets longer to think about it, which is an unfair advantage. But if you could drink any whiskey with anyone, mm. what would it be, who would it be, and where would it be? I think that probably
0: within the next few minutes, one of us is going to be crying.
1: <laughs> I'm going to try hard not to cry. Okay.
0: Okay, I'll do it. Obviously, anyone who it's easy to to have a, a dram with now is not the person that you that well, I mean, you, you put on this list. your question. Well, I'm just saying. I'm, d- I'm just parsing through the thought process, right? right? Because you're giving me a kind of magical opportunity. By the way, feel free. Martina Real looks a little, right? okay, oh, yeah. I, I mean, encouraged. You like yeah, absolutely. I, uh, Thank you. Um, we're so polite tonight <laughs> normally know. it's like ah. on, that's what happens best, when you bring behavior. british people into your room you know um Okay, so so this is this is kind of like being given a magic wand.
2: So i am going to interrupt you. Can I put some water in your yeah, whiskey? Yeah, I
1: was just thinking I would try it with water this time.
2: I'm not forcing you because no, the first I'm commandment says you can't do. i You can't force anybody to do anything. I'm but
1: I'm absolutely curious to try it. Changes it changes the whole thing.
2: It changes the flavor profile. Opens up the flavor. Absolutely. The people would say, and it does taste slightly different. Do I
1: have the proper amount now? Do you think?
2: There is no <laughs> official amount. <laughs> so so this is 15, percent ABV. So this is
0: right down at the at the minimum. Limit for whiskey, which I didn't know that they actually proof it down that far. Yeah, um, <coughs> but the abuna is like 170 percent or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is more than 100 percent alcohol. It's there's other. It captures alcohol that's in the air
2: around it that's and right. just brings the it right The
1: vapor in. also just soaks into <laughs> your right. pores exactly. exactly. Get more that way.
2: That would be quite interesting. You've bought yourself a lot of extra time here. Yeah, I right? like <laughs> this. It's very clever. But I you haven't notice, used it once. You we're, <laughs>
0: we're,
1: Don't worry. I haven't used it We're in massive avoidance mode right now. No, no. Now. I'm, I'm
0: just, I'm just, I think this is a process. I'm not just, you know, I'm not just going to come off the top of my head with this. It has to be somebody that you could, like, if, if, if it wouldn't be you because I can, you know what I mean?
1: You drink with me daily is yeah. what you're saying. Right.
0: It's like, oh, if there's one person, <laughs> you, okay, Merdina's right at the top of the list, but I. I don't. I'm not going to waste my magic wand on on that because
1: waste is a strong. Well, word. I'm just
0: saying. I knew I was in trouble saying that, but I stand by. It wouldn't be Merdina.
1: No, I'm thinking you're going to pick some historic figure. Well, there's
0: that. I mean, th- could they be fictional? What? I don't. know. You sure. know I mean, Question. Like,
2: oh. Wait, wait, so just to give you a sense, so somebody who didn't cry. So when yeah. we had Nigel on, his answer was yeah, very. I'm <laughs> not going to say corporate, he didn't cry. but his, his was. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure so Nigel It know. was PR approved. But it, what, it was sort of Fred Astaire. Good, dancing sure. link okay. at um in a box at Anfield, which is the football team he mm-hmm. supports, mm-hmm. and then I'm not sure, I actually can't Liverpool, remember things right. think That's yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think it was, I'm trying to remember what whiskey it was, but the, the whiskey was an afterthought in a way. Um, right, so for other people, it's the whiskey's the key thing, yeah. And, um, uh, I get so that. actually, someone actually, one of the I think someone else who cried, the whiskey was irrelevant in a way, it's just once they got onto to their dad, right? I'm not sure where you got very far into the I whiskey mean, part.
0: I think dad is a candidate for a uh, high candidate for a lot of people. Right, because
2: that's uh, you know. Yes and no, Uh, so yeah, probably. Um, But you know, generically, my yes, my father doesn't drink. I was really pleased we had the grandmother one. Uh, You know, I'm not not trying to sort of uh, use people's emotions as a sales tactic for my podcast. But it was it was pleasing. It was pleasing that she was a grandmother because there is a risk that every guest just says their dad because there's a history of men drinking whiskey with their fathers. But actually. The whiskey world has moved on it really has and, well, and what wi-
1: that answer says to me is that she was being honest with you yeah, yeah so she was sharing she was letting herself be vulnerable and she was leaning into that emotional moment and sharing that with you which is what you were going for yeah yeah
2: well yes yeah and you know and a podcast sales
1: a little <laughs> bit <laughs> a little bit of podcast entertainment a little bit of therapy yeah
2: but it's, yeah, it's in the moment, it's, right? Uh, you know, right, so, right. Uh, and actually, she starts. She went on to then a, a, a soliloquy about how whiskey is a. You don't have wasteful conversations around whiskey, mm. which I think on this podcast you're trying to disprove. But you, um, <laughs> you, you definitely do. Maybe, I, maybe I, just a just little bit. I think that
0: is a person who's not had enough whiskey, uh, enough whiskey experiences to see that oftentimes yeah. it is complete gibberish. Okay. Uh, um. I, the, okay the, there's nobody that is a person the the people in my life that I can no longer talk to probably wouldn't want to drink with with me yeah. because they just don't want to drink like a lot of people it would just wouldn't be that wouldn't be yeah. the moment but I think that that there are people that would be wonderful drinking companions and mm. most of them are you know the types of notorious uh, alcoholics like Bukowski I think would be fun to drink with mm. or Churchill mm.
2: tell me you wouldn't want to drink with Winston Churchill that would
0: be fun yeah
2: and he's probably already drunk by the time you meet for your whiskey. Right. <laughs> he fa- you know, right. It's, it's not news that he was right. drinking all morning.
0: Right, right, right. So, during the war. So I think that uh, if somehow there was some envelope of time and space where I could, I could uh, sit on a, uh, you know, a veranda or something at Chartwell and have, a, and have a dram with Winston Churchill, that would be pretty fun. Yeah, which dram? Well, I think it would have to be obviously scotch. It would have, yeah. have to be scotch. It would have to be scotch. I bet he was a Glenlivet man. This is my guess, <laughs> and the reason I say that is because Glenlivet was so dominant at that time. That was the queen. That's the official, the queen's, the queen's uh, scotch, uh, the royal, whatever it is. And yeah. it actually, there's an Aberlour story about Glenlivet. So I'm going to say something like a 25 year old Glenlivet with Winston Churchill at Chartwell. I think would just be a, yeah, as long as we can answer. chat for a long time, because yeah. I would really like to. Have you to, been to Chartwell? I have been to
2: Chartwell. It's amazing. Yeah. It's I'm a, sure that I, I, I'm trying to remember the layout of the rooms now, which would be the best drinking I can, room. I can't, I can't remember. I couldn't possibly remember that, but, but wouldn't that be just
0: like one of the most fun nights that you can amazing. imagine? Yeah, because you know he was a great conversationalist, especially yes. once he got going and had three or four Glenlivets in him.
1: Think of the questions you could ask.
0: Exactly, right. exactly. So I realize that that is not uh, that is not a, a vulnerable emotional answer but I'm just parsing through like that cuz that'd be that'd be awesome.
1: And you could put it on the podcast. Yeah. And think of how popular the so cast well,
2: would get.
0: Yeah, well, exactly. We could the the reincarnated <laughs> There's there is,
2: there's a podcast that somebody needs to do, potentially you of interviewing mm. historical characters mm-hmm. in character mm-hmm. over a whiskey. Well, I think it, it uh, grows like a drunk history, but right, yes, more specific.
1: But truly well, drunk,
2: it grows
0: right out podcast. of your your thing, though. I think this this was an outcropping of the the your your clincher question of your podcast. So <laughs> I think uh, I think your, the rights belong to you on this one.
2: We'll okay. license the I'll, idea. I'll, I'll take we'll it. you. You produce idea. it. I'll take twenty okay. percent. That, that sounds point. great. Maybe you can maybe you can get an out of work
1: actor as a guest on your podcast and have them impersonate. You know, a dead, this is a great idea. Dead celebrity Especially and see where idea. it goes. <laughs> yeah,
0: this is a great idea. I mean, or the other one. The other one I think would be Charles Bukowski in the dingiest bar in downtown LA, and like Jim Beam, yeah, because that also would be hilarious. I think, so Bukowski being just a a, a terror. In Los Angeles, in, in in the years when he was writing and, and causing trouble everywhere, just tagging along would would be a lot of fun. And he was obviously uh, an obnoxious, you know, fuckface. <laughs> but who wouldn't want to be along for the ride? Yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs> There's different types of whiskey drinking. Yeah, that's a different type exactly. to the Churchill that's version. A
0: different. I think that's that's different. But it, it's to me also, it's it's in the same category of of people whose personalities I would sort of associate with whiskey Mm. and who are just fascinating people to be around. So, I mean, obviously, and then there's Merdina. Yeah, sure. There's there's Merdina.
2: So who's your?
1: All right. I've been contemplating while we've been sitting Mm -hmm. here. I think I'm going to lean into the emotional Mm. and I'm going to do sort of a reverse on the grandmother idea.
0: Your grandchild.
1: Well, s- close. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick Surely my- <laughs> That's very good,
2: the two whiskeys.
1: <laughs> I'm going to uh, project into the future mm-hmm. and have a whiskey with my daughter because mm-hmm. she is a young teen and has not had whiskey yet, as far as I know. Um, but we're at a point right now where we're not really connecting as much as we used to, which I think is all very normal and expected at this developmental level that she's getting a little older and she's moving away from her mom. And while I know that intellectually, I think emotionally it's tough. So I'm going to project myself 10 years in the future. She's now in her mid-20s and she's going to come back to our home and we're gonna sit in the living room together. And have a glass of whiskey and talk about what it was like when she was a teen and what was hard about it and what was good about it, and how far we've come.
2: It's a great answer. Yeah, that's a great answer. It's yeah. way better. But again, you wouldn't do that over a well. Maybe you would do it over a chardonnay, but it feels like whiskey's a more a deeper drink for it. It's a bigger, the yeah. sound of the pouring bottle. The whole thing yeah, is whole thing. it creates a conversation. I
1: mean, I think I think the 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 little glass of whiskey is just the right drink for that, mm-hmm. and I think. To you, the point you were making earlier that so many people want to name the dad or the Winston Churchill, and those are great answers, it does still I feel your contempt a little bit lean into, for my answer. St- I don't want to say stereotype like it's a bad thing, but just this idea that it's mostly men, mostly older dr- men yeah. drinking whiskey. And actually, I think there's a lot of women drinking whiskey and a lot of young women drinking whiskey, yeah. including myself and a lot of my friends and maybe my daughter in 10 years. Um, so I, I, I'm I really picturing that for us.
2: The, the industry
0: That's actually really, going to happen, of course, what you just said. Well, yeah. I'm It's more to likely to happen than yours. Well, mine's <laughs> quite unlikely to happen. Yeah.
1: I'm actually going and to... And if that wil-
0: technology gets developed, then, I mean, the, all bets are off. It'll still cost more than $10,000, <laughs> <Yeah>. i am sure. <laughs> it'll well, set first. up the hologram
1: but and everything and the VR experience. It'll
0: be like computers. It'll get cheaper and cheaper.
1: Do you think the Winston Churchill VR experience is going to take off?
2: The, the drink with Winston Churchill experience might... My my day this my tri- non whiskey day job I run a tech company and oh, I we didn't we do we do virtual and augmented reality stuff but we well, talked about with
1: Winston Churchill I'm just giving you that as a gift
2: but there's already there's already versions of this. AI I think it's an AI experience at the Smithsonian where you go and there's a character that's been <laughs> we're not, built we're not with talking AI, about the president
0: are we and you can ask <laughs> questions four seven years ago <laughs>
2: and you ask your questions and it's it can sort of give proper vaguely right. clever That's historical cool. answers. I mean it needs a lot of work and like all these things if you're not careful it's like that famous example Kills when you. they put an AI bot on Twitter and it right. learned to it be racist, and, racist. And, right. it, and swear within <laughs> like, like 20 minutes um, because it's just learning from its <laughs> from inputs. What
1: it, from the inputs it's getting but, you know, yeah. They're, yeah, they're, never,
2: never get your sense of what to say from Twitter. From Twitter never. But technologically yeah. we're not far away from somebody inputting all of Churchill's speeches, the voice stuff is easy building a hologram is easy where you can Go and ask him questions, and he would give authentic okay, answers but based Churchill on. on the, answers. Yeah. here's
0: the question though:
2: Did anyone record him when he
0: was, you know, having when he was getting drunk and hanging out? Because in order to get to drink with Churchill, I need he was, AI, he was need Those recordings. I think
2: he was drunk so often that actually, <laughs> the recordings of him giving speeches in Parliament. <laughs> I think he may have been drunk. For so. that. yeah, yeah. Well, there, there's that. There's that. But your answer's fantastic. I think so. Um, my son is seven so we're not quite into sort of which whiskey he's going to drink first yet mm-hmm. not you your 12 son not to your 12. I didn't my my dad's not a drinker not really so we never did I've got friends who remember when they're in England the drinking age is 18 mm-hmm. who, you know when their dad took them to the pub on their 18th birthday mm-hmm. and bought them a pint mm-hmm. um, and we've got friends here who fly who British friends whose kids were born here who fly to England and they take them to a pub for a glass of wine when they're 18 as yeah. part of a sort of yeah. pre-drinking that's thing that's fine over there, which is great. And th- there will be a point and actually, I'd like... I'd, I'd drunk terrible whiskey for a very long time. Sure. When, when you're young and as you're does. poor, you do. So yeah. it's all, you know, entry-level bells and teachers with a sort of mixed spirit. Which really aren't even whiskeys. that
0: bad on their own. It's, it's when you start putting terrible Gatorade like Merdina does. Yeah, <laughs> <indeed>. <laughs> but there'll be...
2: I, I would like... You know, I'd probably like, if we're still in America, for my son's 21st birthday, to buy him a 21-year-old bottle of something and explain mm-hmm. that he shouldn't drink it all that night um, and have a first whiskey with him. So there's something, so I, I want I, it to be a symbolic thing, probably I, for me I, in Vegas. I, I want him. to tell you yeah. that
0: this is really interesting. So my son, American Whiskey Baby. Um, <laughs> is, is,
2: that, is that what you call it? That's his That's his, his, <laughs> that's his, on his passport. That's Podcast right. Podcasting name.
0: Uh, uh, I had his first legal drink with him twice. Uh, really? Once yes, in I did. Country. Once in Scotland. Yeah. W- uh, when we were touring distilleries there, when he was eighteen.
2: So you took him on a distillery tour when he was eighteen.
0: Uh huh. Fantastic. Yeah. I want to do that. Yeah. And then once uh, earlier this year in Kentucky, when we toured the distilleries in Kentucky. When so? His first, when he turned twenty-one. His first legal drink
2: happened. Did twice you drink with, with your father?
0: No. No. I I grew up in a family that really didn't drink. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It, it, it's I, I don't I don't want my son to become an alcoholic. Gambler, um, but I want him oh. to have his first whiskey with me, maybe in Vegas. Well, I mean, the thing—I think—teach him here, what he, life is all about. Here's what I—here's what I, I, I Have think. to ask my wife's permission. I think the effect <laughs> of,
0: of the effect of, of, of what the drinking that we did together is that unlike he, uh, the, his frat bros, he drinks less but better. So he's a fancy There's something in whiskey that. drinker, so right? So he, he does he when people, you know, guzzle whiskey, he's just appalled. He's like, mm. "But that was good whiskey." Yeah. You know. But
2: Brits are notoriously terrible drinkers. You know, Brits drink too I mean, much. They're good at it, so. oh, They're very good at it. But you know, they're sort of fighting in the streets of right. of Glasgow for 18-year-olds, it's sort of a rite of passage. But I remember going to France when I was on like a I don't know what you call them, um, like exchange sort of thing and when we were 14 and sitting with a French family and having wine with a meal they're watered down and all the kids were drinking wine. And I think yeah. because you just grow up with it. Yeah. When they got to 18, they didn't it's think, right, you. I'm going to the pub and getting smashed. Right. And I used to sit in parks when I was 16 with bottles of cheap cider and get sure. drunk because that's what you do. But if I've been drinking with my parents from the age of 14, I feel like the allure of going to a pub It park, demystifies <laughs> it quite a bit. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And it, t- it takes away the, the – if, if your parents are doing it, it's not exactly rebellious, right? Yeah,
2: and it's right. the same thing. If people's parents smoke, their chances of smoking are much lower because yeah. it's not – Cool. Mm-hmm. If you have smells of smoke and your parents smoke, yeah. so we got a friend who, whose parents smoked a lot, and they've never smoked right, a cigarette. Right, right. Because why would That's they? That's interesting, right?
1: Right. You can't rebel if your parents are doing it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. You know what it's time for?
1: Is it time for candy? Candy pairing. All right. So we have fun with this. Um, I try to pick a candy that I think is going to complement the whiskey in flavor. And to me, I think a little bit of whiskey with a little bit of candy is sort of the ultimate dessert. Now, mind you, this is before dinner. So this is our pre-dinner dessert. we going
0: straight from this to dinner.
1: (laughs) Right. So we're going to have whiskey candy, then dinner, then maybe whiskey candy again would be pretty much the perfect evening. Um, Sometimes I also lean into theme a little bit. I go flavor first, but if there's a possibility for theme, I like that too. So I ordered something special for us once I found out the whiskey. But first
0: of all, I I do want to say that I I think that Dan is actually envious of the Crown Royal bag. Oh,
1: yeah, you noticed. I always bring my candy pairing in my uh, beautiful (laughs) vanilla-colored Crown Royal bag.
2: You've never called it, unless I've, I haven't listened to every episode, but I've never heard it called vanilla-covered before. In my head, I've got a Crown Royal bag that I was given at an event, and it was sure it was navy blue yeah we have so, been conspicuously silent on the question of the color of I this bag i didn't
1: that it's, it's, everyone was wondering
0: the mystery oh, of podcast as
2: soon everyone's as you brought wondering. the bag up i'm like that's not in my head it's, it's i don't know somehow that's it spoiled the whole not the, the, whole the, the candy <laughs> <pair> <laughs> the thing. Bag. it would have looked a lot better in dark color well, in my head
1: and ever since you told yeah. me that for the last half hour all i can think is i want a blue bag now I Wait, want a whole collection. There's
0: got to be a, like a like the Beanie Baby collection. I of need Crown Royal one bags. of
1: each color to, to feel good.
0: All right, well. I so think that's probably, have to there could on might that. only be one you should, more. You
2: should be able to pair the candy with the whiskey, but also pair the bag with the candy. There's different colors. You for, are speaking like for the, my language. For the Kit Kat one, you could have had a red, red bag, bag yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. many
1: missed opportunities. I know.
2: But anyway, you know, you're still a learning experience. You're yeah, a year right. into the podcast. <laughs> it's, an, it's a cumulative improvement. I like to know I have room
1: for growth, so this, you is, definitely this do. is pleasing me. Um, so I think my vanilla-colored bag is going really well with the choice. So okay. I found us some Scottish... Uh, clotted cream fudge. I am so, so excited about this. It's gardeners. They are in Scotland. Gardeners of Scotland, and they make a scrumptious clotted cream fudge using real. Cl- oh, for goodness' sake! All right, I'm not
0: going to give you another one. <laughs> another take on that.
1: <laughs> Jesus is not going uh, uh, to. I'm not editing this. No, we're just Sorry, leaving my it all in. mouth is fumbling today. Whatever. This isn't
2: even Carl Strength's whiskey. This is like the lowest alcohol by volume I'm you can get. It's not
1: tipsy at all. It's very sad. It, it comes in this charming tin. It is a charming tin. And I think this is going to be really good. I think so. so I'm going too. to pour out. I'm
2: psyched about this.
0: They're fanta- fabulous.
2: Funch is a, a weird thing where, if you've never had it before, it's a very odd concept. But we, British people sort of grow up with this yes. stuff. It's fantastic.
1: Well, and I'm just a big candy mm. fan. So I've had plenty of. Um, British and, and, and now Scottish fudge before. It's basically the ingredients are like cream and sugar, yeah. and that's pretty much it. Um, I was I'm trying to
2: think, I think I'm right in saying, mm. this is where I get caught out for being inaccurate, that Walker's shortbread, yeah. which is one of Scotland's biggest exports right. apart from whiskey, right. is from the same town as Aberlour. I don't know. We can look it up. I'll look it up. I'm going to do
0: a uh, super in-depth research, aka
2: Google.
1: And I, I could be wrong,
2: and in which case, you, you know, know we edit it out. so wouldn't I want say the,
1: close enough because I love those shortbread cookies. They're delicious. And oh. um, if we ever do another Aberlour whiskey, it is based in Aberlour. Okay, so Nailed I think it. next time we have an Aberlour whiskey on the podcast, just,
2: just get some. I'm going to go, I'm going
1: to introduce the concept of a cookie pairing. Interesting. I mm-hmm. like it. I, I bet it'll be good. that
2: shortbread. when, when I was. I used to be a a diplomat of the British government, which is how I actually partly got into the whole whiskey thing. Mm -hmm. Right. We used to promote anything that was a British export, so whiskey is huge. While it's still But but walkers as well, so...
1: He's just got to keep, keep, keep digging
2: it into you. Well, no, we had a t- the, the Scottish. The first Scottish referendum happened when I was in the diplomatic service, and mm-hmm. we had a genuine conversation about the fact that all we would be left on the whiskey front to promote if Scotland went independent would be Penderin from Wales. Um, but obviously, mm. it didn't. No. So I was able to continue to promote whiskey. But we did an event. Yeah, don't get cocky. With I think his name was. I feel, I feel like his name was Jim. Jim Walker, like the Mister mm. Walker. Right. Right. Um, and they were, I think there are over a million pieces of shortbread have been sold. Wow. And this stuff, British people have had shortbread for a long time. But when you give other people shortbread and they've not had it, they'd love it. And you, at Heathrow Airport, there are tins of this mm-hmm. stuff being sold at a massive, massive um, uh, price increase right, because it's right. at the airport. And people just cannot get enough of what is basically <laughs> what? sugary cookies.
0: And in the side area... Everywhere you go, there's just boxes of Walker Shortbread laying yeah. around everywhere. You can—it's like literally, it's like the free Wi-Fi of things. What a wonderful in that thing. area! Yeah. Just Walker Shortbread, yeah.
2: And they, they do special editions, which I don't think I'd realized at the time. So we mm-hmm. had like the Royal Baby edition, the Royal Wedding box. We had every do you different version. of the know right edition
1: I have my house <laughs> I have
2: some. I have. You love are Brexit, don't you? Like. I don't. <laughs> no, I, I don't, don't, don't love Brexit either. But. These, <laughs> you know, Fancy, sorry. Going yeah, I was back going to your to say, you know what I, have in, what I have in I my house right now,
1: I have some Walker's cookies that are uh, shaped like little Scotty dogs. Mm, yeah. They're super cute. Dog edition. I've just been <laughs> grabbing a handful every time I walk past. So I think you compare them with
2: you. a Korean whiskey. Is that uh, oh. Oh. that's terrible. Sorry. And, and just Sorry, you were laughing you're about children falling in rivers. I <laughs> think been I'm laughing a long time ago. These dogs are alive, right? No, yeah, okay. I'm here to laugh. I, I take it back. I apologize. <laughs> so
1: yeah, are you? Did you? Were you able to taste the fudge with the whiskey? Do you think they work together?
2: Yes, I think they do. Oh yeah, okay, I good. think
0: it's great. I think you nailed it. Okay, good. This is a great pairing. What's the brand name?
1: Gardeners. Gardeners, Gardner's clotted cream fudge. And do you know what? I ordered what? them on Amazon. Yeah,
0: I was going to say. So one of the things that we try to do with the podcast is we want to give people whiskeys and candies that they can actually buy, both here and in oh, the actually. UK. Yeah, okay. Well, then you can, you can definitely buy the whiskey. Buy the yeah, I mean, because it would be one thing. If we were drinking something that... People just couldn't get, or
2: it was so, so expensive that it was unrealistic for people. Then it's, it's just kinda, sort of a you know, uh, screw us.
1: you to the audience. Yeah. But yeah. what's
2: great is, so obviously whiskey is, scotch is more expensive. So, if, you know, you can get a very drinkable bourbon mm. for 20 ish dollars Or Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, you can uh, get a great bourbon for
2: $20. But decent scotch, you struggle to get very drinkable single malt for less than 40. It's 40, yeah. That's, but, that's you know, Hour right. 12, it's a good whiskey, uh-huh. as we've discussed. No, it's, it's a, got a history to it. It's and, a great whiskey. And it is a great whiskey. Yeah. And that, depending on who exactly you're buying it from, it's somewhere between 46 and 55, yeah. unless you've got it completely well, wrong. Well, this, this is the thing that we always talk about how many
0: amazing whiskies there are that aren't really that expensive. I, I famously do this test. Merdina's actually witnessed this. I do this, this test when I sometimes do tastings. And I'll take a Macallan 12 and Macallan 18, both great. Wrap them in foil so people can't see them. Mm-hmm. Ta- test, taste test them both to large groups. And I ask people, which did you prefer? And it's 50-50 or whatever. It like is it, it's just 50-50. People are like, huh. and, and I say, well, this is 12, this is 18, both excellent. This one's $80, this one's 300 yeah. And it really is eye-opening for people who don't know anything about whiskey, that age doesn't necessarily, or expense doesn't necessarily. No. Make now there it is a better. point,
2: and I don't know where the tipping point yeah. is, but there is a point where you tip into fantastic whiskies, and they are it's a whole different ball game. So, I've had the pleasure, honour, privilege of having Balvenie fifty twice. Mm. So it's thirty-eight thousand dollars ish bottle. So four or five hundred dollars. And a you glass. shook it up and just sprayed it around. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was at the box in New York. I Have you heard of it? Yeah. Um, but I've had it twice. and... It was it was beyond whiskey. It wasn't even mm. a whiskey anymore. It was an extraordinary drink. And obviously if I had to compare that with above any twelve, fourteen, seventeen, I'd I'd know the difference and I'd know which one was better. But apart from that very extreme example, maybe borderline with the forty, but you say the difference between a twelve or fifteen and eighteen they're, they're all good whiskeys, but you'd struggle to work out why one is three times more expensive. Oh. Apart from just It's 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 more scarce. That, yeah. That's the main Straight reason. Economy. And
0: and turn in terms of taste preferences, people clearly have mixed, mixed, and that's one thing that, you know, people, we try to make sure on this podcast, people understand just because you're paying more, just because it's older, doesn't mean you're going to like it more,
2: that it's better, you know, it just could be different. Absolutely. And and obviously, you know, things like a booner is a non-age statement. Yep. And I think it's mixtures of things that are between, I think it's five and 25. Something like that. And... The the whole non-age statement whiskey thing is interesting because some people are very big, well, I won't drink anything less than an 18, say pompous people who don't know what they're talking about. That's too But actually, there's some incredible whiskeys. Yeah. If you say, I won't
0: drink anything less than 18, you don't really know whiskey. Yeah, absolutely. Your whiskey choices are based on trying to somehow impress people or make yourself feel like some kind of big shot. And also the whole thing where I only drink... This is a a dude (laughs) thing. The... This thing, right, of like, yeah.
1: I yes. only drink whiskey. I was nodding it. because I recognize that type.
2: Yeah. yeah. Or I only drink single malt. Yeah, whatever. You know, I won't drink blended. Right, right, right. So you wouldn't drink a drink that is perfected by bringing in lots of different flavors sure. to make something that even better. And the most expensive versions of it sell for right. tens of thousands of dollars. And it's the biggest selling whiskey in the world. Right. But you won't drink that because it no. says blended. 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 Oh, right.
0: dear. Yeah. Right. No. Um, I think that this candy pairing is excellent. Mm.
1: Well, I'm glad you liked it. I really do.
0: <laughs> you know, here's the other thing about fudge. <laughs> you <found> a fudge story. <laughs> here's the other thing about fudge. There's a certain degree to which there's stuff in America called fudge that is d- disgusting. There's a thing called fudge. yes proffered by some
1: yes this is what i was thinking about when you talked about how people get so excited about walker's cookies when they're just sugar flour and butter and i think the reason is that americans are sold so many treats and desserts and candies that are terrible just Just terrible just corn syrup and hydrogenated (laughs) oils and stuff that makes them last on the shelf for years and they're disgusting
0: you know so and
1: and that and american fudge is sorry that's my alarm
0: american fudge <laughs> yeah, is a perfect example of that it's saying
1: it's time to drink. finish my drink that's
0: right <laughs> yeah that that's right and i just want to say if you if you want some really really good fudge which actually merdina i believe that i brought you roly's fudge in brighton
1: that is oh, the it's just <laughs> right
0: right through the wonka vader ceiling of fudge <laughs> into the stratosphere so, of
2: fudge it it's in the lanes in brighton so good my favourite fudge place, yeah. I don't know the name of it now, is in Cornwall, so the southwest yeah. corner of Britain. There's a place called Tintagel, which is famous mostly for having King Arthur's Castle, right. or at least a version So-called, of it yeah. uh-huh. um, But there's a sort of fallen down castle there, which is allegedly Camelot. Mm. And I don't know, We, when we were kids we used to go on holiday there, and the fud, there was like a ye olde British fudgy shop mm-hmm. Um I used to make sort of Cornish fudge down there, and I didn't drink whiskey when I was seven years old, but I feel like that, <laughs> 12th, that fudge, I'm now going to, I think next time I'm in the UK, go and buy some, some really good sort of non-branded fudge from a shop run by a nice old lady who's been yeah. there for 50 years. That's and exactly eat what I it want. with good whiskey.
1: Yes. That sounds so perfect. But this is the fudge
0: that I have brought you in the past multiple times from Brighton.
1: Well, but do I have it right now? No. All right, Use then. Use
0: your imagination.
1: Every time you bring it, it. I eat it all.
0: Yes. Rowley's. Like R-O-L-W. R-O-L-Y. R-O-L-Y. I think it's Rowley's.
1: Their tagline is, it's, cr- it's crumbly.
0: It. It's crumbly. That's yep. right. Oh. <laughs> I, it's I crumbly. It. It's crumbly. It's
1: crumbly. It is. It sort of has a kind of a dry texture.
0: It's fantastic. But
1: it's very pleasing.
0: Oh, it's great. Mm. It's Rowley's. Yeah, yeah, it's in the lanes. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, got to dodge a few hippies about, to get to the thing. That's fine.
1: I'm going to have to think about what would be the perfect whiskey to pair with rolly's fudge. So the next time you bring me some, uh, okay,
0: it's I will sold. be Ready? All right.
2: All right, you got it.
1: It'll be like a reverse. You're reverse, will bring, yeah, bring
2: the fudge. How broad I'll is bring the, def- the how broad is the definition of candy? We we the, like to expand so right? the definition
0: to just suit ourselves. Okay,
1: there are no rules. <laughs> Um, we did actually <laughs> first, one rule.
2: first rule of Candy Club is uh, there's there's no, no rules. rules. That's we right. did try Which, gummy bears
1: once, believe it or that's not. That's
2: good. No, no, those <laughs> were great. Look
1: like my dad's face. Surprised us with Walt.
0: <laughs> uh, I can't at this moment recall, but it actually oh, worked very well. I should well. know this. I you don't, should. I'm you sorry. Should have an I don't, I don't, I don't have
1: it in my notes. Yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't as bad as you might no, have no, thought. No, no, it was great. I thought it was great. Great might be overstating it. I,
0: uh,
2: you know.
1: I would say most of the time the chocolates. <laughs> are yeah, very I, nice with the whiskey. I've
2: done a lot of real whiskey tastings with dark chocolate. Dark like, chocolate. You know, that's the sort of traditional thing. It, like really, really good whiskey we, with really, We don't really want to
0: really limit ourselves in, in quite that, you know... No. That
2: no. Because yeah. you
1: can't just have dark chocolate every time, but I'm that's with right. you. No. If it's just me alone in the dark... I will have some dark chocolate with my whiskey. I don't know why
0: it's in the dark. That's weird. <laughs> it's just like just, in a darkened room. Because
1: then I'm... I'm, I'm drawn. I'm crying because it's not yet 10 years in the future Cry- with my teenage daughter. So it's been a tough day. Right, and, right, uh, right. Yeah. You know got to um, get through
0: it. Yeah, I understand that. Um, th- there's no there's no solution to uh, internal strife like sitting in a darkened room drinking by yourself and eating chocolate. Yeah. That is really the answer. Crying <laughs> <That's laughs> <answer. laughs> yourself
2: <That's laughs> to sleep. Okay. <laughs> thinking oh, if only my daughter was here to drink whiskey. That's right. <laughs> or if Winston only she was Winston legal.
1: Or Winston <laughs> Churchill Either as one. the case maybe. Right.
2: Your daughter and Winston Churchill.
1: <laughs> maybe together they could solve Brexit.
0: <laughs> they probably could. Yeah. They probably could. I'm a huge fan of Aberlauer. Love the story that you may have heard of Abuna. Do you know this, the backstory of Abuna? I'm, I'm cribbing a little bit on the Abuna episode, but I'd do it anyway because it's such a great story. Dan is looking at me with I, I, just puzzlement. He's, he's
2: like, well, no, physically,
1: he's waiting. I know
2: it was reproducing, an because it, it means from the origin. Of yes. The that's right. So they were yeah. reproducing an old version and of the The reason
0: that they had that old version is that in the 70s, some guys working at the distillery stumbled across. A time capsule from the 1880s. Oh, wow. And in this time capsule there was a bottle of whiskey. And so this whiskey was, was created in the 1880s, like in the very, very early wow. days. Di- Distillery was founded in 1879, so it was very near the beginning of the, of the distillery's history. And so these yo-yos drank 90% of the bottle that the, they found in the time capsule at their lunch break. And then they were like, you know, maybe we, maybe we got to take the rest of this and give it to somebody. So they gave it to somebody in in the the brass, right? And the brass were like, oh my god, we got to find out what this is and then replicate it. And that's where Abenaki. Is that right. Abanach, yeah, that's a Imagine. true story. That is a good story. Did you hear that? The yeah, the distillery. Yeah, 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 oh. yeah. That so, I, I, I hope that story is true. But even if it's not, I don't <laughs> care because it's a great so story. So
2: much less of a good story, but I still like it. Is my Abenaki story is. So there's a friend of mine who is the, I think he's the West Coast whiskey ambassador for Aberlour, Right, right. Um, And I knew him when he was an ambassador for the, I think he was Balvenie. He was part of the William Grant family. Do whiskey family. ambassadors have diplomatic immunity? No, well, <laughs> some of them need it, based <laughs> on some <laughs> of the behavior they, I've they seen. They really do, I would But say. He, he was, and there's actually quite a few of these ambassadors were actors when they were younger. Yeah, of because course. Because there's, you know, right. there's a skill to the display and all that yeah. stuff. Yes. Yeah. But his claim to fame which he's not as proud of it as I feel like he should be so he is Scottish he was he was an actor never made it as an actor but um, he was in Braveheart cool um, Mm. and he was young Hamish Mm. so sure so Mm -hmm. I think that somebody whose job it is to sell whiskey in America Mm -hmm who was an actor in a film that a lot of Americans will associate right. with, with Scotland. Scotland. Yeah. You know, before Outlander was right. a TV show, right. Braveheart was the thing. Right. Before Mel Gibson went, all well, Mel Gibson. Sure. Um, but yeah, he. so my Abelauer friend was young Hamish in Braveheart. Awesome. And I think that's it's not that's as good, good as a time catcher, I'll take it. He should walk around in the blue makeup and everything.
1: I think he's the perfect candidate to play a dead historic figure
0: That's and right. be a guest he knows on your whiskey. podcast. That's he right. He can do he's, accents. He got the accent, right, Yeah. yeah. So, you can, you can
1: pick someone from Scottish history, whether it's uh, the Bobby Break, Burns Gay, or,
0: or Mel Gibson, any yeah. famous Scottish person. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we're coming to the end here. All right. Dan, I want to thank you for being here with us. This has been great. Thank you for bringing the Avril well,
2: Thank you for inviting me or letting me invite myself or however this <laughs> came about. It doesn't matter. But it doesn't At matter. Point, the yeah. key thing is, we're here That's right. drinking whiskey. Well, now we will remember. The night that we all drank. That's right. Have twelve together. That's All right, right. Merdina, yeah. what do you got?
1: I got.
0: Like a drop of one whiskey drop
1: left. left. All right, let's the use best that drop of the night. Let's
0: use that drop wisely. Say, cilantro one more time. Salancho. All
2: right. Thanks, everybody.
0: We'll talk next time. Take Bye. take delight
2: in the drinking and the roving But others take delight in the gambling and the smoking But I take delight in the juice of the barley And caught and pretty Jenny in the morning bright and early ring dum a dum-a-da What for the daddy-o, what for the daddy-o There's whiskey in the jar Mushering, dum-a-doo, dum-a-da what for the daddy old? What for the daddy old? There's whiskey in the jar.